Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program with your hosts, Dr. Ralph Goffrey Jr. and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps to equip kingdom marriages to be strong and successful. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's discussions. Hello, and thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team radio show hosted by Dr. Ralph Godfrey Jr. and First Lady Lenora Godfrey. Hello. I am Oris Ridley, your host for the show, and we want to thank you guys for joining us. And in the studio today, we have Miss Romaine Jones. Woo woo! And for you guys, for all of you that don't know her, I just need to read a little bit and let you know who she is. She is a writer. She began writing um, plays and shows, and and it started at New Life Temple Church. Mm -hmm. And I know because the very first one was called The Noble Woman. Am I right? God's Noble Woman. Woman. But before that, it was the Easter production in 2001. Okay. Wow. Um, he yeah. lives. Oh, yes. Remember I that? Remember. Yes. I remember. Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so a little bit more about her. Her audience began to expand as she saw the need to strengthen the African-American presence in Cincinnati's theater houses. She is a recent graduate of CCM Stage Management Matters. Ooh. Master's program in 2013. <laughs> Romaine credits her artistic success to those she has previously worked with. She is passionate about writing and meets people where they are. And she has a lot of ex- uh, of uh, productions here, guys. She's got Keep It Moving, I Have Changed, God's Noble Woman, The Harvest Was Lost, The Mask, mm. He Is Risen, Tis the season, and she did something great here at New Life Temple when we came up. What was the name of the winner? The Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland, Wonderland. Winter Wonderland guys. Yes. It was awesome. It was here in our Bible college, and she had every room was doing something different related to winter and the season at Christmas and. She has just done so much. So I had to read all of that because you guys got to know who we're dealing with today. Miss <laughs> Romaine. Hey, Jones. I'm glad yes. to be here. Thank you, Oris. So today, uh, so if you've been following us, we've been kind of talking about communication um, on many different levels. We're going to continue talking about that, but we're going to incorporate Miss Romaine, because if I'm not mistaken, her last piece was about women and dealing with hurts. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Called um, I've Changed. I've Changed. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I've Changed was a story with four different women with different issues. Everyone wasn't married. One was a widow. One was married. One was single. And the other one... Um, she was depressed. She just was going through a lot of depression. Um, and with those four women, they had their different issues, but they met a woman in their neighborhood um, who was a counselor. And she convinced them to all come to her, to her counseling session for healing. And through that, um, 
they begin to deal with all of their issues and she taught them through the word of God how they could change. So it was all about them changing and evolving in their situations through the word of God. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I remember, um, I know I saw it at Taft. Yeah, um, no, Woodward. 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 Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. And then didn't you call um, music hall? Was it down at music hall too? No, that was the, the Christmas show down in down there. Oh. Um, but it started we when we took it out Woodward first. Mm-hmm. Then it went to Charlie Winburn's church. Okay, yeah, that's And right. then Cincinnati Christian University. Oh, yes. Right, right. That I was yes. Tour, but you right. toured with it as well. And then we toured, oh, then yeah, toured, we toured right. with it up north up, yep. um, to Cleveland, Cleveland. Sandusky, yep. Mansfield, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was really good. Excellent. Was good. Yeah. So, Excellent. from that, um, did you have women approaching you about their <clears throat> issues that the play really helped them to deal with? It was actually, it, it was. It was amazing, and I, I wish we could have captured it on film. It was to the point where I had lines of women. Oh, wow. Um, it was lines. Right. When I toured Cincinnati Christian University, it was an explosion. We had close to 1,500 people. Mm. We had about 700 people who walked up that day. Wow. We did not expect it. Um, but on tour, we literally had women, lines of women crying and weeping. Wow. So I had a team with me afterwards who would walk with me, mm-hmm. and it, and they constantly would say how it helped them, um, how I remember one woman in um, specifically, she was just t- crying, her whole family was crying, because she was going to commit suicide, wow. and she was that woman um, on drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, It was just amazing. It helped heal a lot. It spoke to people in different ways. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think it, 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 when I saw it, it just brought to light a lot of issues that women deal with. And a lot of times we as women are very strong and we hold them in. And there's a point in which you get to that breaking point. Yeah. You know, plays and, um, things like that just help to expose issues that people have people even have. sitting in the audience yeah and they realize oh i'm not alone and that's when all that just starts to boil out yeah so um and it's funny that you guys are talking about communication because a lot of people when they're in situations a lot of women they don't want to communicate yeah. the things that they go through and talk yeah. about so that's one of the things that it really it really helped them open up and to go get counseling to say it's okay to get counseling right. so right. yeah you need someone as an outlet yes yes absolutely awesome. well, you, go ahead oh just work why do you, why do you think a lot of women choose to keep things bottled up though I mean, because you would think, uh, from a man's perspective, that women have women to connect with, and so that it would be easier for women to kind of uh, connect, bond with someone to just say, hey, you know, because of those relationships, uh, it would be easy for them to talk to, but maybe I'm wrong. I know men, 
tend to to stay bottled up unless they get around drinking then they can start letting loose but most of the time uh for women i would think it would be the opposite but maybe i'm wrong let me you go. Go. Yeah, I, well, I didn't mean to stun anyone. I'm just, no. We all got something. It's just an observation of mine. And I think it's a cultural thing. Um, if you look back in slavery, the women always had to be strong. Mm-hmm. You couldn't complain. You couldn't wimp out. You just had to deal with it. And I think it was something to me that was passed down from generation, that strength that women had. And I remember when um, I was getting married, like my grandma would say, now when you get married, don't come back home. You know, when you leave, you don't come back home. And I think that's just that strength that we are strong, we are women. And I'm not saying deal with it. Um, And I didn't really hear my grandmother complain a lot. I didn't hear the women in my family talking about it because in my family, everyone, they've been married for years. and I think, I don't know if that's in all families, but I know for me, I know it was passed down mm-hmm. of just dealing with it mm-hmm. and you all right, you be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. right. <laughs> you strong. Right. No, that's, that's interesting, seriously. But I think in cultural-wise, like you're saying, uh, you almost have to be that way, though, uh, I think, um, strong, because, again, so many issues – uh, outside of just marriage, and which is inclusive if you become married, and, and other issues that we grow up with that force you to, I guess women, I'm saying. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you urban women to be <laughs> a, a particular way. You know. Right. <clears throat> so for me, I would say um, fear of judgment. Mm-hmm. With, by other women. By other mm-hmm. women. Even the closest friends that you have. You'd really find out who, and I, it sounds very cliche-ish, but you really find out who your real friends are when you go through a trial. Because, because mm-hmm. they're either going to be truthful with you or they're going to be extra and just kind of use their own Girl, if I was you, I would blah blah blah. Is that really good for me? Right. Is that is that really gonna help me? Right. Girl, if I was you, mm-mm. Right. That ain't gonna help me. So why I'm gonna tell you? Right. right. Yeah. I know with some things that I I have dealt with through my marriage, when it really when the rubber met the road, I didn't talk to nobody, mm-hmm. honestly, because I didn't want. Um, I didn't want outside influences. Um, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Making my decision for me. So if I got all these voices in my head from all these different people that are supposed to be my friends, um, I wouldn't know really what I felt, mm-hmm. which way I wanted to go with it. Mm-hmm. I really did. I kept to myself. Was that really good? Not really. But I had peace. (laughs) Otherwise, I feel like I would have been tormented. Like, am I making the right decision? Mm -hmm. Should I still be here? Should I leave? I think you have some friends that 
use their own past hurts to try to help you with your issues. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. Right. You can't mm -hmm. do that. Just because that went that way for you, that does not mean it will go that way for me. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think just seeking wise counsel, and I think maybe when I was even going through it, I did have wise counsel, and that was the only voice that I had coming, you know, and that's the only voice I had in my head. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. The fear of judgment. Right. I think right. that's huge. Oh, I think with it women, is huge. The fear of judgment. Mm -hmm. um, I think for me, I didn't, when I was going through things in my marriage, I didn't talk either. But that led me to having a nervous breakdown mm -hmm. um, and actually being on anxiety medicine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is how I started to write um, from a woman's perspective from healing and why you should go to counseling. But um, so now I understand the power in you know, really getting that counsel, you know, um, and talking to people that can really lead you the right way. Right. Yeah. And right. it's it's amazing, you know, a couple things that you said is expressing yourself, whether it's through communication, through writing, through, you know, uh, communicating with somebody else who may not be a party and, a, you know, a very close friend, mm -hmm. but somebody who is independent and doesn't know all the details, someone you can just really express yourself to. Mm -hmm. um, I completely agree where it is judgment, <laughs> it's, um, you know, strength. Yeah. We as women, I mean, we, we hold the breast of um, the responsibility in mm -hmm. a family. Mm -hmm. You know, you're birthing the children, you're um, taking care of the husband. It's the truth. It's, it's no slight, but it's, the, says, it's really no, the isn't truth. Any slight, but yeah. I think you would completely agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, your time is three, up. Three so, here. But, but really, honestly, I just think that, you know, that's, that's what women do. That's what, you know, you yeah. go back to the slave days. I mean, it they held the breast of the burden. They were survivors. survivors. Yes. They did whatever was necessary to survive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Keeping their families together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever that meant. Right, right. That's what they did. Absolutely. Yeah. And they probably died early. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Could you imagine? They probably mm -hmm. died early. Heart attacks. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, all, stress related, yeah, diabetes, kinda, all right, that. things that have terms now that didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yes. Do you find then that this is a different uh, generation of women coming up? Then, because uh, listening, you know, my experiences with you guys, uh, I'll say around my age, <laughs> you know, and older, of course, uh, it was that. Um, tenacity to, 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 like you said, preserve the family, keep the family together no matter what. Um, but you're finding more and more this day that women are quick to almost dump their kids, get rid of them, find, you know, find no, you know, no real uh, cause to, to stay with the family. Um, you see more women leaving the family. <laughs> you know, you see a deadbeat dads. Now you see more deadbeat moms uh, this day and age that, that, that will leave the kids in a heartbeat. Um, 
not that that's bad for the father on, on his end, making him step up, but I think in certain instances, uh, the tides have changed somewhat because it's really, uh, it's really been taught or promoted. It's all about you. And so because they feel that way, they take it literally, it's all about me. And now they make it about themselves, from what I can see. And it, I, in some instances. In some, say. right. I was just going to clarify that. In some instances, yes, I think that um, society has changed. We are so, everything is a convenience. Yeah. Everything is, uh, what do they call it, the microwave society. It's all, everything is just done fast and you know you go into a relationship fast and without really truly understanding things you come out of relationship fast because you didn't understand you it's just that and I think that's what they call it the microwave society where everything is done within you know a short period of time and I mean I think unfortunately we have to get back to the um the basics and the foundation of family and what that means as a unit. Um, you know, we we talk about it in the book. the The man's responsibility, the the um, woman's responsibility, the responsibility of both raising the family. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And I think that just society has just changed that. Yeah, yeah I think the breakdown and and. You know, Pastor, what you mentioned is really real because teaching in the school systems, we see it all the time yeah. about how the roles have changed. Yeah. Um, there's been a family breakdown where um, some pe- women will not care for their kids or they will. Um, it's kind of sad to see what some of our students go through in the school system. Mm-hmm. But I think it comes down from where we stop raising our daughters and they raise themselves and they raise themselves because even being a mom and I know when my daughter will um, have different friends and playmates you know some moms just drop their kids off without even meeting me I'm like hold on wait a minute (laughs) right you come to have a spin a night and we haven't even introduced ourselves correct and you don't know what's going on yeah. Seriously, do they have sons? They have, they have molesters. Do it. Yeah. yeah. You don't know anything. Yes. It's just like they out of my hair. I gotta go. Somebody want to take you? Can yeah. Say, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. So there's a huge breakdown in that oh, in, in the family, um, and we do have to get back to the foundation. Yeah, I'm finding it. Uh, I think one of the things I, I enjoyed about your your play when you did it, I've changed again. It it was. Uh, I think very instrumental in dealing with certain issues that are plaguing women and plaguing mm-hmm. society that would allow them to to wake up, you know, like you mm-hmm. said, and really face these issues because it's, it's necessary to to begin, I guess, to begin a healing process, mm-hmm. but not just healing themselves so that they can turn around and heal these young girls coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh really the, the the sad part is if this younger generation don't really take hold to understand what real responsibility is you know we're going to have a, a generation of lost kids just out there the families going to die out it's correct. Big yeah. time. correct 
Big and time. right, you can't lead what you haven't seen you yourself. Haven't seen, yeah. And and we see a lot of that. Yeah. You know, it's 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 cyclical. Yeah. From yeah. one generation to the next. I think you like you said a, a whole generation of it's all about me. A lot of people aren't getting married till they're in their oh yeah they're late not doing 30s that anymore. to forties. Yeah, this generation, you know, yeah. a lot later. So where is the family? Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it, in your place, like he said. It challenges people to deal with those issues that are real. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's your place are so um, transparent. Anybody from any walk of life can see themselves in what you show and what you portray. In uh, in their book um, that they've written here, you cannot change what you refuse to confront. Mm. So as a society, if we don't confront, you know, the family issues, it's not going to change. Nope. Mm-hmm. And we're not we're going to have a generation of. I can do this by myself. I don't need no man get pregnant. And then we got no parents, no family, no mm-hmm. uh, foundation. Mm-hmm. And that just continues to go on right. and on. But you're, you should write a book also. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, that's that, in your free time. I, I, I yeah, in your free time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you yeah. got a lot of that. Um, but here, in and as far as marriage goes, one of the things that um, they've written here in the book is fear is one of the biggest um, issues that plague marriages um, as far as communication goes. Yeah, I'll say marriages and just relationships, period. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we are, we're afraid to, of what, like we said, be, what the other person would think about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're afraid to confront. Because again, we don't want to almost, you know, shake up the the stir the situation. Right. But certain things have to to be be addressed. Right. That's going to that concerns me and you if we're in a relationship. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Fear of retaliation, and it shouldn't be ever with a spouse retaliation. It should be that once we're in a communication about something, we're working to um, come to a agreement on how it's going to be resolved or just understanding of, yep. of why or we don't agree <laughs> right that's true because they may never in our relationship right yeah, on, the, on a particular subject yeah so pastor uh yes <laughs> <laughs> what would you say <clears throat> what would you say to a couple that's having communication issues stop <laughs> talk <laughs> and talk, yeah and talk uh you you have to find ways to communicate really the the, the thing is i think in and when we talk about conf- confrontations and uh issues in marriages it's many times it's one of not both in the relationship attempting to be right not attempting to get understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you're attempting to be right, uh, that means we're not we're not confronting an issue, although we, we now have conflict, 
because I'm trying to up one on you, you're trying to up me. Mm -hmm. And now the whole argument's about who's going to win the argument versus uh, is there a way for us to get clarity or understanding about what it is we disagree about? Um, and that should always to, to be, I think that should always be the key to any confrontation. Confrontation is, is always a positive conflict is what the issues are. Mm -hmm. But many times those confrontations become conflict mm -hmm. when it is not the end game to have understanding. Mm -hmm. right. And so that's the challenge, I think, in every marriage. Are we in it to win it together? Or are we in it because we still see ourselves as individuals and therefore our arguments and fights are based upon that? Because I can live, and it, it comes down to that, because many times if, if I'm living to myself, if I'm a married male in, in this relationship, and yet I'm out and about like I'm still single, well, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and many times uh, to confront that issue may be uh, uh, where he, the, the wife tries to confront, and he always don't have time to talk, mm -hmm. right? You don't ever have time to talk about it. Why? Because you're just tripping. You know, it's on you. You're just tripping. And you have an inkling, no, something's going on. Something's mm -hmm. not right. You're out in the streets all the time. Uh, but, again, it's, it's always, to me, those, those issues that in marriage we have to be willing to confront. Even if you feel there's an infraction going on, that you have to make time or force that that conversation you know right. what i'm saying yeah. right so um what would you say to the um so some of the women say you're a counselor you have one minute to answer this well question, i am just go so ahead. you know okay, you <laughs> and you were to counsel some of these women in their situations that romaine presents in her plays as far as dealing with their their fear. What's the question? How would you counsel? Go see Romaine's play. Go see her <laughs> play. Well, she yeah. does a good job. Buy a here. ticket for uh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But you, but you know, the piggyback off of that, um, being married, because I was married 18 years. Um, wow. Yeah, I was married a long time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? When you don't even know who you are, as a person yeah it's funny like you guys you you grow together you're trying to learn you're trying to fix this thing called marriage you still don't understand who you are um i think the the for women i would say um when it comes down to communication in a marriage is really about timing yeah. and knowing yeah. when to communicate mm -hmm. yeah. um mm -hmm and not being so emotional mm. um, can be more effective when it's time to. Girls, you ain't, you preaching. Yeah. <laughs> because it's true. It yeah. is true. Um, yeah. Really, if you, when you think about it, knowing when to communicate um, so that what you want to be heard is really heard versus right. you wasting a lot of time. Right. So that's one of, that's one of the biggest things that I know that I learned and then I do um, that I tell other people awesome you know guys we hate to end here so 
continue to stay with us because we're gonna keep Miss Romaine in the studio as long as she <laughs> let us. And we like that. We just want to thank you for joining us, and uh, hope you have a great ride home, uh, wherever you are in your day. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program. To contact us with questions or information on how to purchase our book, or if you would like to know information about our marriage boot camps, you can go to our site at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com.